Another episode of Nihongaku Radio so soon? It's true! Jonathan McNamara here, welcoming you to Nihongaku Radio episode 36, a mere day <clears throat> or so after publishing episode 35. Blame my guilty conscience, but I felt the need to make up for all the late episodes in the past couple of months. And what a crazy great show we've got to do it with. We'll hear new music from The Band Apart, Negoto, and Straightener. And in the second half of our show, we'll hear from a California-based J-Rock band called Akai Sky. I'll be playing a track from their new EP, Heart Attack, as well as a few songs they picked out for our fourth and final set of the show. But starting us off is one I promised to play. Here's Utakata by Noah Noah.
You just heard Live My Life by Knotlamp from their 2012 album Geoglyph. Anime fans might recognize another Knotlamp song called Last Train Atarashi Asa as the second opening theme song of the anime Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. Before that was Killer Tune from an album called 21st Century Rock Band by Straightener. Turns out the four members of Straightener are all from very notable bands. Singer Atsushi Horie also plays with Full Armor, as does bassist Kirekazu Hinata, who also performed with Art School and Zazen Boys. Guitarist Jun Oyama also played guitar in Art School. Uh, Shinpei Nakayama on drums also plays in The Predators, a super awesome J-Rock band that includes Yamanaka Sawao from The Pillows on guitar and Jiro of Galei on bass. That's one kick-ass lineup. And starting off, our first set of music was Noah Noah, with a track from their latest album, Cry Like a Monster. The song is Utakata, and just happens to be my favorite song on a new album. Next up is a serious jam from the band Apart. Here's Shiwasu, right here on Nihongaku Radio.
You just heard a quirky track from Toa Tei. The song is The Burning Plane featuring Yukihiro Takahashi, the vocalist of Yellow Magic Orchestra. Some of you may not know this about me, but I have a serious love of YMO, so when I discovered Mr. Takahashi lent his voice to this Toa Tei track well, I had to put it on the show. Also on this song is an American triple threat, an actress, a singer, and a model named Kiko Mizuhara. And then of course, there's Mr. Toate himself, who has enjoyed an excellent solo career since his initial 15 minutes as part of the group D-Light, who had this hit single back in 1990. That is, of course, Groove is in the Heart. I promise to never play that again. Before Toa Te, we heard a new one from Negoto. The song is Tashikana Uta from a three-track single of the same name. Fans of the Gundam Age anime will recognize their song Sharp as one of the opening theme songs. And starting off our second set of music was The Band Apart with a song called Shiwasu from their album Machi no 14K, released back in April. It's hard to believe this hearing a song like Shiwasu, but the band Apart started as a metal cover band in the late 90s. These days they're known for their jazzy grooves and solid musicianship, earning the title Musicians Musicians in Japan. Speaking of some fantastic musicians, I'd like to introduce you to a J-Rock band who have honed their musical chops not on the streets of Tokyo, but San Francisco. The band is Akai Sky, and if you haven't heard these guys yet, you're seriously missing out. Akai Sky formed in 2005, but finalized the current lineup in 2008, and right from the get-go, they forged their unique sound by combining the best bits of American Alternative and J-Rock together. Their latest EP, Heart Attack, is four tracks of powerful J-Rock with lyrics in Japanese and English, and it's seriously fantastic. The leaps they've made since their debut EP, Tokyo Beat Riot, was released in 2010 are staggering. But as much as I love their music, I really grew to love the band when, during our interview, I asked why they would challenge themselves by trying to get American audiences to accept a band with Japanese lyrics. The answer? Anyone can go out and be another American alternative rock band, but Akai Sky loves Japanese music. That's who they are, and it sets them apart. So without further ado, here are a few selections from my Q&A with Akai Sky. So how does Heart Attack differ from your first EP, Tokyo Beat Riot? When we went in the studio, um, we recorded at Panda Studios with Donald Scully, who's an awesome producer. And he, it is one of his big things, he loves vocal harmonies. Um, so he encouraged us to put a, vo- a bunch of vocal harmonies on this new EP. Um, and we did that, and it, it came out awesome. And I believe it was really Hayashi who was pushing really hard to for us as a band to add that to our live show. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I've always wanted to do backing vocals in the band, but I just never really had a talent at the time. But I think when we were recording the latest EP, it, it was kind of a, the, the starting point for us to go down that path. And I think, um, I think we're all very happy that we, we were able to add that to our repertoire. Actually, uh, we just had a live show uh, last night for our CD release party. And um, the thing that was, you know, very evident is that everyone was singing along to the backup vocals to the songs that were on the EP. So um, definitely a lot more fan engagement just because of, of that element of the, of the song. Tell me how the band got together. 
Yeah, so like me and Umi started playing, I think maybe back in 2005. And, you know, I, I guess we weren't really that serious at first when we started playing. Um, I think we've always wanted to play live and we always wanted to get out there and, and play in front of people. But um, I don't think we were necessarily have, um, you know, writing music or putting out albums on our mind. But then as we started playing more and more, we decided that, you know, we really did like playing live and really wanted to take this further. Uh, so then I think we found, we put out a, a, an ad to find a vocalist and a drummer. I think you guys were looking for a vocalist and drummer more than once. And I, I actually responded twice, but the first time, <laughs> yeah. there were some scheduling issues. Um, like I, You guys were practicing, and I knew I wasn't going to be available, so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, too bad. Uh, we'll see how this works. But then I saw you were um, looking again, like a year later, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I think my schedule's free this time. Let's try this out. And um, yeah, a, a year after we got in touch, um, I think uh, we finally connected and, and I came in from position and you know that's the beginning of the story yeah I'm very glad that you're persistent you say <laughs> you know I think if you look online I think you can probably still find that post on some <laughs> yeah, it, it must have said something like you know looking for um, J-Rock vocalist and drummer um, must be cool with gigging often <laughs> um, and practicing I, I, I can't recall <laughs> Our, you know, our, our ad was actually very unassuming, but we were super organized, and when someone responded, we sent them like a bajillion questions, like questionnaire to fill out, and we were really critical about like who we bought in to actually, you know, talk to us and uh, from audition and stuff like that, so. Yeah, I mean, because one of the main things about being in a band is communication, so if whoever's responding to the ad can't even answer an email, it's yeah, probably a problem. Yeah, it's probably indicative of the kind of person they are. And this is Ryusei here. I am looking to see if I can find <laughs> a questionnaire right now on my hard drive. I'm pretty I, sure I mean, we probably asked like, what your favorite bands were. And, yeah. um, Do you have any files of you singing or drumming or something? Or, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, can you practice at least once a week? <laughs> I still remember. Yeah. I, I think there were some questions about, you know, musical background and stuff like that. I mean, I don't remember this better. I, I filled it out twice, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think I remember something like, oh, why do you play music? And it's some, some kind of open-ended question, which I thought was really interesting. It's like a typical interview question, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> What's your five-year goal? What, what, what are your biggest strengths? I understand you guys play at anime conventions. What's your connection to the anime community? I probably speak for most of us when I say, you know, we probably discovered Japanese music through anime at first. Um, and that's actually how I discovered Japanese rock music was through anime. And so that kind of just got, you know, me interested in, you know, figuring out, finding more music. Um, and then, you know, I realized like, wow, this is like a rock music thing is really powerful. Like I really want to kind of pursue this. And that's actually what got me interested in, you know, picking up bass. For example, so I think that that connection, you know, to the anime community has always been there for me, at least. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true in a way because you're, you're marrying the, the music to the visual art of anime. So, I mean, if you marry those two things together and present it to a, a, an open-minded viewer or listener, I mean, that's a good way of getting that across. Um, you know, obviously, you know, our songs aren't attached to any anime, so you know, we're just trying to get our music out there uh, to you know, like-minded uh, yeah. people. 
also, it might just be the, a repetition thing, right? If you're watching a series, you're watching, you know, 24 episodes, and that opening theme song, that ending theme song is played for you 24 times, whereas, you know, every now and then you'll hear a new song on the radio, but you might not hear it all the time, so you might not like it right away, but then as you start to listen to it more and more, you kind of warm up to it, and it's, you start appreciate different uh, appreciating different things about that song. So it might be a I don't know a repetition thing maybe as well. I found, and this is more in the case like ending themes. There have been plenty of times where you know there'll be a really boring set of ending credits, uh, but the song will still be really you know just bumping, and I'll I'll just kind of tune out and listen to it. You know, um, don't really focus on. Uh, you know, there's like a static image and, and names of producers scrolling by. I'm like, uh, I'm here for the song. I love intro credits to things like movie titles and stuff like that. They can be really awesome. And um, I feel like in the past few years, especially um, in a lot of uh, American animation, I've noticed it. Um, they will do a lot of motion graphic work and uh, yeah, just have really cool ending credit things going on. Like, uh, if you saw Wreck-It Ralph uh, last year, um, oh, yeah. it had this just really cool 8-bit thing going on at the end with an Owl City song. Switch on the sky and the stars glow for you. It can sometimes be very difficult for Japan-based bands singing in Japanese to make much headway here in the States. Does Akai Sky have that problem? I mean, it's definitely not easy. If you want to make be a band in, in America and you want to play music, it's, you can probably reach a larger audience and have an easier time playing gigs and recording. Um, if, you did all your, you know, if you're just an American band, you know, like an American alt-rock band. Um, but I don't think that's where I come from in terms of music. I mean, I started listening to rock music because of Japanese rock music. Uh, I didn't grow up listening to, you know, Pearl Jam and, and those guys when I was a kid. I, I, I listened to La Conciel and Bees and, and, and uh, Time Shade and, and those guys. So for me, that's who I am. That's kind of my, part of my identity. So even though it's probably the harder role to take, it's the role that's true to my heart at least. So. Uh, that's really the only reason why, I think. I mean, what about you and me? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I also think that, yeah, it's not an easy road, but it's part of our identity, and that's who we are, and we might as well just own it instead of trying to make concessions about it. I know you guys recorded a cover of Larkin Seal's Daybreak's Bell from Gundam 00 for a Larkin Seal cover album. How did you guys settle on that song? Uh, it, was, it was a funny story because... Um, you know, we, we, when they asked us to contribute a song to that album, you know, they basically said, you know, go ahead and pick a song, and then we can go ahead and do that one. So our first kind of inkling was, oh, this is a big song. And we said, you know what, let's actually think about this. So we went through La Cancel's entire discography, yeah. and we were like, we should listen to each song, deciding whether or not, uh, you know, number one, uh, we like the song. Number two, uh, <laughs> if we could arrange it slightly differently to kind of fit our style. We didn't just want to do a regular cover, we wanted to do a cover in a way that really represented the kind of sound that Akai Sky brings. So at the end of the day, after like maybe two or three hours of talking, we ended up picking Gabriel Spell anyway. But, you know, I think by doing that, we kind of proved to ourselves that this was the right song. Yeah, we liked it because, you know, heavy guitars, heavy drums, you know, 
what, what, what do you guys like about the song? Yeah, I like the yeah, aggressive drum beat. I guess the 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, we did that because you know the song is is a lot of feels amazing, but uh, especially their uh, newer music or the more recent music, so Daybreak Soul, I would count as one of that. Um, they use a lot more you know synths and um, other instruments in the background, and it makes it kind of complicated, but it also kind of makes the music a little less hard. Um, so what we wanted to do was make it more hard by doing that. Yeah, I think that what you're trying to go for is heavy, right? Heavy, now. Yeah, because they have a lot of like you know, organs and bell sounds and synths in, in there. Um, so you know, as a guy, we don't we don't really play with those kind of uh, sounds in our songs normally. So if so, we went the other way. Instead of you know adding more organs in it, we said, well, let's add heavier guitar and heavier drums and see where that goes. Uh, that's the reason why we kind of changed up the arrangement a bit. Let's talk about your music. Tell me how you went about recording the songs for Heart Attack. I really like it when someone brings the song, you know, any band member, and they have sort of at least um, a sense of emotion behind it, you know, like a, uh, some idea of what they're trying to communicate that, that I can do. Um, so the first song, Breakdown, um, if I recall... Hi, Ashley, that's kind of, you came to me and you're like, oh, this is kind of an angry song. It's kind of like, what's up, you know? I think you, you said an alternate title might be Come At Me, Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I, the, the general idea was just kind of, you know, frustration and, and anger and just like, you know, people trying to, you know, break you down kind of attitude. Um, and then when I sent that over to Ryusei, he kind of turned out to a, actually a much more positive uh, spin on it, where it's kind of like, well, yeah, you can, you can come at me, bro, but it's not going to matter. <laughs> it's kind of matters. Um, and I, I like that very much because I thought it brought a sense of uh, a power back to the song, um, and it just really came off like punch in the face, and uh, I really like that. Mm. For more from Akai Sky, check back at rockoutjapan.com, where I will be posting the entire edited Q&A a bit later. For now, here's a little Akai Sky music to get you revved up. Starting things off is the first track from their new EP, Heart Attack. It's Breakdown, right here on Nihongaku Radio.
You just heard a fantastic set of music from Akai Sky, an all-American J-Rock band doing some great work. The song you just heard is Akai Sky's cover of Daybreak's Bell by Larkin Ciel that they recorded for a Larkin Ciel tribute album called Vivid Colors. Before that was Yuhi from Akai Sky's first EP, Tokyo Beat Riot. And starting us off was Breakdown, the first track on their great new EP, Heart Attack. After my Q&A with Akai Sky, I asked if they'd be kind enough to pick out a few songs for a guest set on Ihongaku Radio, and what do you know, they obliged. We'll go ahead and get started with this one. Here's The Backhorn with Grey Zone.
You just heard a set of music handpicked by Akai Sky. That last track was Honjo Owake by Omodaka from his 2011 album Sanosa. Before that, we heard Scandal with Kagero. And starting us off was a powerful track from the backhorn. The song is Gray Zone. Great song selections from the members of Akai Sky. For more information on the band, visit akaisky.com where you can listen to and buy their new EP, Heart Attack. And with that, we've reached the end of this episode of Nihongaku Radio. But fear not! There are previous episodes available for your listening pleasure, which you can find on my site, Nihongaku, at rockoutjapan.com. There you will also find interviews, concert reviews, and ramblings by me. Of course, you can also find me on Twitter, where I go by Nihongaku, or at facebook.com slash Nihongaku. Stop by and leave a comment, or let me know what you'd like to hear on the next episode. You can also find the show on ani.me, that's A N I.me, which is a great site for all your anime, manga, and Japanese culture needs. So be sure and check them out. And I'm very happy to announce that Nihongaku Radio will now be streaming as part of the lineup for Collectivo Bunka Radio. Collectivo Bunka is a Colombia based streaming radio station that plays a ton of Japanese music and Asian music for that matter. Check them out for more musical goodness at collectivobunka.com. And if you're into getting stuff automatically, subscribe to the show via iTunes. I know a lot of you do. Thank you so much for listening. The next episode of Nihongaku Radio drops on June 1st. Until then, here's a giant robot track to keep you cool. It's real by Vivid from Gundam Age. See ya. <laughs> とまるのも前に進むことも後ずさりな気がしてた閉じ込められた四角い空の下息を潜めてた冷たい方を伝わる過去の弱さ拭く時に刺す場所はこの手を伸ばすよ夜明けいるに気づいた空の下息を切れしてるよ道が見たのに分からずにどこか離れたのに分からずにどこか離れたのに分からずにどこか離れたのに分からずにどこか離れたのに分からずにどこか離れたのに分からずにどこか離れたの
I'm not afraid.